Hi there! Welcome to this week's episode of REAP, where REAP stands for Read, Examine, Apply, Pray. My name's Ed Burdett, and I'm glad to be spending this time with you. As we get started, I wanted to say that REAP, as well as the daily readings at One Year Bible Podcast, is possible because of donations from listeners like you. We don't run ads, so all of our support comes from listeners who value what we do and want others to experience it as well. Every dollar donated lets us reach over 250 people with Bible resources. So if this podcast is valuable to you, or if you'd like to help spread the word across the world, would you join us in supporting this work? To donate, you can visit oneyearbiblepodcast.com give. Special thanks to our monthly donors who consistently and faithfully give to help us in our mission. And once more, that address is oneyearbiblepodcast.com give. And now, on to REAP. The purpose of REAP is for us to learn and then practice a pattern for getting more out of Scripture as we read and listen through. The way it works, we pick a section of this day's reading, either from the Old Testament, the New Testament, or the Psalms. And then using that passage, we walk through this four-step process. First, we read the passage, and next we examine it. This is where we bring up anything that stands out, anything that catches our attention. After that, we look to apply the passage, connecting it with our lives today. And lastly, we get to pray. Our passage this week comes from our Old Testament reading. It's from Exodus chapter 18, verses 13 through 23. Using this passage, then, we'll read, examine, apply, and pray. As we get started, let's ask God's blessing on our time. Father God, as we come to you in your word, we ask for your mercy. We ask for your help for us to see us as you are and to see you in your word. Thank you that your word is always useful and it's always effective. We come to it with great expectations because of who you are. By your mercy, would you open our eyes, open our ears, and help us to understand and know you better. We pray this in your Son Jesus' name. Amen. Well, let's get started by reading our passage. This is Exodus chapter 18, starting in verse 13. On the next day, Moses sat to judge the people, and the people stood around Moses from the morning to the evening. When Moses' father-in-law saw all that he did to the people, he said, What is this thing that you do for the people? Why do you sit alone, and all the people stand around you from morning to evening? Moses said to his father-in-law, Because the people come to me to inquire of God. When they have a matter, they come to me, and I judge between a man and his neighbor, and I make them know the statutes of God and his laws. Moses' father-in-law said to him, The thing that you do is not good. You will surely wear away both you and this people that is with you, for the thing is too heavy for you. You are not able to perform it yourself alone. Listen now to my voice. I will give you counsel, and God be with you. You represent the people before God, and bring the causes to God. You shall teach them the statutes and the laws, and shall show them the way in which they must walk, and the work that they must do. Moreover, you shall provide out of all the people able men which fear God, men of truth, hating unjust gain, and place such over them to be rulers of thousands, rulers of hundreds, rulers of fifties, and rulers of tens. Let them judge the people at all times. It shall be that every great matter they shall bring to you, but every small matter they shall judge themselves. So shall it be easier for you, and they shall share the load with you. If you will do this thing, 
and God commands you so, then you will be able to endure, and all these people also will go to their place in peace. This is our reading, and now we'll move on to the examined portion of REAP. And again, this is where we bring up anything that stands out, anything that caught our attention in this passage. The first thing that stood out to me, it's in the first verse we read. That verse says this, Moses sat to judge the people, and the people stood around Moses from the morning to the evening. I picture people standing around one man, maybe that man is sitting down, and everyone is waiting for this one man to be available so they can bring their case to him. The next thing that stood out is in verse 15. Here, Moses explains himself to his father-in-law. He says that he is so busy because the people come to him to inquire of God. This stood out because it shows how special Moses is. To go to this man, this human being, is to be able to inquire of God through him. Then in verse 16, Moses goes on to say this. He says, when they have a matter, in other words, the reason that they're coming to Moses, They come to me, and I judge between a man and his neighbor, and I make them know the statutes of God and his laws. So this is applied teaching. Moses is to teach the people God's statutes and his laws, and he does it through the examples that come up when people come to him with a matter. So he's both a judge for the people, and he's also an instructor. Once Moses' father-in-law, who is named Jethro, hears this, he says, You will surely wear away. You are not able to perform it yourself alone. The next thing that stood out is in verse 19. Here, Moses' father-in-law says this, Listen now to my voice. I will give you counsel, and God be with you. I wonder about Moses' father-in-law's tone of voice when he says this. That seems so important when he says, Listen now to my voice. Does Moses know, for example, that his father-in-law supports him, is behind him, and wants him to succeed? Or does he have doubts about this? All that would impact whether Moses is able to listen to his father-in-law. Then in verse 20, Jethro, Moses' father-in-law, says something interesting. He says, You, Moses, shall teach them the statutes and the laws, and shall show them the way in which they must walk, and the work that they must do. So far, everything Jethro has said are things that Moses is doing already. He's already instructing the people and showing them what they must do. I wonder here if Jethro is saying these things to convince and persuade Moses that he is on Moses' side and he supports him, that a lot of what Moses is doing is good. Then in verse 21, we get to Jethro's innovation, we could call it. He says, You shall provide out of all the people able men which fear God, men of truth hating unjust gain, and place such over them. Here then, we have an answer to the question, what makes a good judge? A good judge is a person of truth and someone who hates unjust gain. Jethro sums it up by saying, someone who fears God. Something that amazes me about Jethro's advice is it seems to be all formed in his mind as he gives this direction to Moses. He says, rulers of thousands, rulers of hundreds, rulers of fifties, and rulers of tens. Very quickly, Jethro is providing a structure for giving guidance and rendering verdicts to the entire people of Israel. Jethro's plan works for a whole nation of people, and he's just laying it out here in just a few sentences. The last thing that stood out to me in this passage, it's in the last verse we read, verse 23. Here, Jethro, Moses' father-in-law, says this, If you will do this thing, and God commands you so, then you will be able to endure, and all these people also will go to their place in peace. Isn't this interesting? God is commanding Moses to make this change through his father-in-law. God is speaking to Moses and helping him to endure by creating a sustainable structure for judging the people of Israel. 
And right after he says that this is a command of God, Jethro names the benefits of following this command. He says, Moses, you will be able to endure. Right now you're wearing yourself out. And all these people will go to their place in peace. Imagine how frustrated some of the people must have been when they have a matter to bring before the judge, but there's just one judge in the whole nation. It might take a long, long time to get that matter resolved. If the matter can be addressed quickly, then Jethro says they will go to their place in peace. These are the things that stood out to me in this passage. If I missed something that you noticed, feel free to share that as a comment over at oneyearbiblepodcast.com on the webpage for this day's REAP episode. And now let's move on to the application portion of REAP. And again, this is where we look to connect what we've read with our lives today. As Moses is leading the people of Israel on their desert journey, God is concerned for him that he be able to endure. God looks at Moses' life and sees something about it that Moses will not be able to keep up, that he's wearing himself down. And so through Jethro, the Lord speaks to Moses and he gives him a way forward, a way to keep going. An application for us then could be to look at our own lives and see what practice we would like to keep up. What would we like to be able to sustain? This could be a new habit that we're trying to form or a practice or a rhythm that we want to build into our life. Maybe it's something that we've been able to do some of the time, but not as regularly as we'd like. Or like Moses, it could be a work situation that is wearing us down day by day and that we can't keep going in. Once we figure out a practice that we would like to sustain, then we can consider how resources can be divided up to help this practice be or become sustainable. I'm in the process of working to change some habits now, and one encouragement in this is by posting my goals in a place where I can see them on a regular basis. This is a way of bringing my goals to mind over and over, which helps me keep on with these practices I'm trying to develop. That frequent reminder is something that helps me endure. So this is an application I see in this passage, and if you see another one, feel free to share that also at the webpage for this day's REAP episode. Now let's move on to the last part of REAP, where we get to pray. Father God, thank you for your wisdom that you bring to us. You bring it through your word, and you also bring it, we see in this passage, through our life, through our conversations, through our family. Lord, it's your wisdom and it's your goodness that you pour out on us through others in practical ways. We thank you, Lord, that Moses had a good father-in-law, a father-in-law who was in his corner, who supported him, who wanted him to succeed. And thank you that Moses knew that about his father-in-law. Thank you for the word that you gave Jethro and how so quickly and clearly, Lord, you communicated a way to improve this whole situation. Father God, nothing is impossible for you, no matter what situation we're in, no matter how complicated, no matter how difficult. You see a way through. You see a way to keep going. We ask, Lord, for openness to you, and we thank you for this chance to hear from you in your word. You speak to us day by day, and we are grateful, Lord. Thank you for this time. Thank you for your spirit, which works in us, which applies your words of life. We ask for the powerful working of those words in our lives today and this week. We pray all these things in your son Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thanks for being with me for this week's episode of REAP. In addition to this recorded version, we also meet as a group and do REAP live. This happens over Zoom every Friday at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. From 12 o'clock to 1245, we read, examine, apply, and pray together. If you'd like to join us, you're more than welcome to. The way to get that information is to send me a note through oneyearbiblepodcast.com. That way, I'll have your email address and can send you the Zoom links for those Friday sessions. It's always an encouraging and inspiring time circled around God's Word, and I hope you'll join us on one of these upcoming Fridays. 
that's all the announcements we have for this week. I hope you have a good Friday and weekend and week upcoming, and I look forward to talking with you soon.